and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. Now, you may have noticed there are no advertisements or I hope it's taken place. I took the ads out. Those of you that have been here a long time know that I toed and froed a little bit. And then I thought, I don't think I want to do it, really. There's no money in it, um, for the one thing. And the other thing is that, well, we get enough ads as it is. That's not to say that things might change in the future. I don't know, but I'm sort of finding my way with this. I'm considering for one of the podcasts the potential of sponsorship, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to do what's best for everybody, chiefly you, the listener. So on the topic of, um, I don't know, maybe advertising type things, um, (laughs) I thought I'd have a little look through my junk mail because I had a good one um, that I saw (laughs) from uh, Mrs. Penina Ariel Benaya. And, you know, when you think, how do these things get written and this it's almost like I wonder if it's AI generated but uh, it begins with peace in the name of the Lord so you know Uh, my name is Mrs Penina Ariel Benaya I'm a Norwegian citizen but living in Burkina Faso okay I'm married to Mr Benaya Jeremiah which is a good name a politician who owns a small gold company in Burkina Faso he died of leprosy and hmm, Radeski? Radeski? Ah, so that's sad. In February, he paid 8.5 million euros while he was alive. 8,500,000 euros in a bank in Brussels, the capital of Belgium in Europe. <laughs> the earth, the universe. Did you ever write a postcard like that when you were little? Like put your name and address, put your parents' name and address, and then put, like, Hampshire, England, the United Kingdom, Europe, the world. Uh, So I think she's one of those. Um, Now, she said the money was for sale of the company. I don't know which company. He was a politician. Hmm. And the payment of its death benefits and the rights of my testator. (laughs) I think that's a cross between a testicle and a potato. It is with tears in my eyes and great pain that I send you this message. I'm I'm sad for you, your politician husband. <laughs> Sold a company and died of leprosy. Um, in my heart and also pray that it reaches you in good health because I am not in good health. I sleep every night not knowing if I will live to the next minute, hour or day or week, or month, or year. See, there's another one, isn't it? Um, So yeah, she doesn't know if she's going to wake up. I mean, none of us do, really. I have been battling cancer for a long time. Ah, and was currently partially ill. (laughs) I was currently partially ill with leprosy. I wonder where she got that from. Hmm? 
Was it from her politician husband? Uh, it made it difficult for me to move around. Okay. I was married to my late husband for over six years with no children. And my doctor confided in me, because we know doctors love to keep secret, that I had less of a chance of surviving because I needed to know when the cup of death would come. You know, wait, what the f what, what doctor are you going to where you're saying, I just need to confide in you? And I do hope he did it um, to the tune of the Kylie Minogue song. And I can't think because she goes high. Confide in me. <laughs> right, so where are we up to? She was married. She's Norwegian, but lives in Burkina Faso. She is married. She says, I am married to a politician oh, who owned a small gold company. OK, so that was the payment of the gold, uh, the, the company. Right. I am married to him, but he is dead. <laughs> and he had leprosy. And I have tears in my eyes and pain in my heart. Um, and I partially had leprosy, but I also have cancer. Um, and my doctor confided in me that... I haven't got much chance of survival because I need to know when the cup of death. What is the cup of death? Could somebody please, if you are a GP or you know a GP, could you check? Could you get them to check their NHS system on what the cup of death is? So she says, I decided contacting you to apply for the fund as I don't have any living relation. I grew up in an orphanage. Oh, and that's the main reason I want to give back to society. OK, I've decided to donate this money to help the motherless babies, minors, minors, as in the American term for young person, widows, also to build the house of God. I mean, it's going to be big because I thought God has got the whole world in his hands. How are you going to build a house big enough for him? Uh, I know I'm dying every day. Well, aren't we all? And I have been diagnosed with cancer for over three years. Yes. I have decided to donate to them what I inherited from my late husband. Did she inherit it, though? Because she said he paid he paid 8.5 million euros into a bank. He didn't say that he gave it to her. Um, right. So she inherited it for the good deed of Almighty God. I will soon undergo another surgical procedure. I don't know if it is to remove the cup of death. OK, now she gets to the point. Now I would like you to introduce yourself as my next of kin to claim the funds for charity. But how do you know that we're going to use it for what you want? Because if this money is unclaimed after my death, bank managers, fucking bank managers, or the government take the money as an unclaimed fund and maybe use it for their own selfishness and worthless business. Well, that I mean politicians yes <laughs> bank managers it just makes me think of the 80s when bank managers were a real thing I mean I know there are well I believe there are branch managers you'd be a branch manager wouldn't you um okay what does she say bloody bank managers stealing unclaimed money using it for their own worthless businesses I have to be a very honest person who can claim this money and use it for charity, orphanages, widows. And also, she could use it for herself. She is a widow. 
that needs a cup of death removed, I'd be paying to go private. Um, also the building of schools, places of worship for the less fortunate, which will bear the names of my late husband, who had a good name, Benaiah Jeremiah. Um, I noticed she didn't take, she took her husband's first name as her, ah, no, maybe their surname first. So he's Jeremiah Benaiah because she's Mrs. Benaiah. Hmm. I'll please anyone that knows about Norwegians living in Burkina Faso. Please tell me. Uh, I need your urgent reply to know if you can do this project. And I will give you more information on how to transfer the amount to your bank account or online banking. Maybe she would be like that. Um, I don't want to incriminate anyone. Was it a member of the Saudi royal family? Potentially. I ought to check this. I don't normally do this while I'm recording, but let's have a little look. Cash donation to Prince. Charles. Uh, now you must know about this. Prince Charles was given two and a half million pounds. Two, a two and a half million pounds in cash uh, from a former Qatari prime minister. This is why you need to check these things. You don't want to get this stuff wrong. There had been claims that the cash was handed over in a suitcase and carrier bags. Now, <laughs> luckily, senior rule source, I'm taking this from the BBC website, senior rule source said that such large cash donations would no longer be accepted because they don't fucking need any more. Oh, you know, when you, you uh, pay someone to do a bit of work for you, you know, if you had someone do some work on your house and they said oh I could do it for 100 pound for cash and you think hmm is that allowed is it like a bit tax avoidance e um but a lot of the time you think why not why not let them have the cash because you know <laughs> a nice human being and sometimes we need a bit of a break um but you could be done for that and yet two and a half million pounds and the charity commission have said we're not going to launch an investigation into that <sighs> things are a bit wrong sometimes aren't they the world is a little bit wrong it's not structured in the favor of people who carry two and a half million pounds about in cash just one of that oh shit I've got all this cash what shall I do with it I don't know I've got two and a half million pounds in cash it's a bit heavy in these carrier bags and the briefcase will only take one and a half million but what shall I do with it oh I know why don't you give it to Prince Charles yes that's a great idea we'll give it to his charitable foundation let's do you do you know how to approach one of his like equerries do, do, could you just like rock up to one of them and say uh, and getting past the security team, I, I don't imagine you can easily get within, um, I don't know, spitting distance of a member of the royal family or their security detail or one of their uh, palaces. Don't imagine you could get close with 
any form of bag. When you go to a gig, it's just going to set me off now. When I went to Bristol O2 with my daughter to see Block Party, um, you get a, no- a notification of a ticket. You must not, you cannot bring in a bag that is bigger than uh, A4 size. And I remember while I was in there, I saw this guy who had a rucksack on. And for a minute, I did think, you have a rucksack, but I'm sure security would have checked you. You can't go into a public place with a bag that's bigger than a bit of A4. But some people can get into royal circles with a fucking briefcase and carrier bags full of sterling. What the hell is that? By comparison, Mrs. Benaya seems quite plausible, doesn't she? I might just reply. What do I hope for you? I hope that, um, (laughs) I hope you get sent a bit of junk mail that makes you laugh. I hope that someone offers you two and a half million pounds in cash and nobody decides to, to check up on where you got that money from. Um, we all know that that's not, that's, that's not clean money, is it? You're not handing over that amount of money and it's entirely clean. No, I don't wish that for you. I wish a wonderful gift comes your way that is totally legal and wonderful. That's what I hope for you. And I think that'll do. <laughs> Otherwise, this is going to turn into the rant of the century. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a share. If you're on a WhatsApp group with a group of friends and you think they might like this, um, please share it with them. Uh, there are no ads, so they don't have to be told to get an EE mobile uh, contract. Other mobile providers are available. Nobody's given me a bung for that one. I hope you enjoyed this. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.